0: In this episode, I'm joined by my sister Kay, and we're going to have a spoiler-filled discussion on the first and possibly only season of The Astronauts, which aired on Nickelodeon in 2020.
1: The end of 2020.
0: End of 2020. I say first and only because we've only got one season. We haven't seen any plans for a second season. It's got child actors which go through growth spurts at about this age, so... Don't know if there's going to be a second season, but man, I'll say from the outset, I really hope there is.
1: I, you know, I want more of this show and I think, unfortunately, it got hit by the pandemic. And that really upsets me.
0: I think if it hadn't been for the pandemic, we would have had another season of this. Yeah. At least, probably more. Yeah. Basic premise is very similar to Space Camp. Bunch of kids get launched into space. And this time, not just for like orbit, but like for a far off mission kind of, you know, Better part of a year long mission.
1: Well, and it's hilarious when the computer's telling them that, you know, they're going to go on the entire mission. So one of them's like, Well, that doesn't sound so bad. What is the mission? And then it's like, Day one is this. Well, that's okay. Day two is this. That's okay. Day 68 is this. Say what? Day
0: 234 is this.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: How long have we been here? Yes. <laughs> it's got. Five kids that get launched into space in place of a crew of four. Yes. So there's always kind of odd man out if somebody has to go sit in a passenger seat that they're not too crazy about.
1: Well, and the non-existent passenger seat. Yes. I could never tell what they cobbled it together out of. I mean, it almost looked like those cases that, you know, you close and latch. That had, could be. Had been like duct taped together or something.
0: I took it there have just been other seats around for if they had to be in... Like down
1: in the crew quarters or something?
0: Not so much the crew quarters, but in the lower deck, just in case somebody was there when-
1: And that would make sense. They
0: needed to accelerate or something.
1: Yeah, but they'd kind of jury-rigged it to where he was at least within sight of the others. Yeah. And when they launched, and they're like, everyone strap in, and it's, we only have straps for four, and there are two siblings.
0: Yes. Brother-sister combination. Sister has to sit on brother's lap.
1: And I sat there teasing you. I'm like, your arms are not that strong. Yeah,
0: it was. I mean, they got really good kids for this. Wonderful. And the one who plays the lead of Sammy, great character, an amazing actress for this. Yeah. Totally nailed it. She's going to go on and do some great things later in her career beyond just what she's already done, which is terrific. Yeah. So a lot of promise for that.
1: Well, and there was a lot of stuff early on. I mean, sometimes you watch something and you're like, do you think the actor had read the whole episode's script? Or do you think they were so in the moment and in the scene that they didn't realize what was coming later? Whereas with this one, she clearly knew, okay, this is setting up this, which means my delivery needs to be this way to make this payoff better. Mm -hmm. So when we're playing the game, may I ask, may I ask, what's your favorite color? And the AI asks back, may I ask, what's your favorite color? And she, without thought, offhandedly says orange and Mm. keeps going. And then later, she asks the AI, just conversationally in front of the others, you know, Matilda, what's my favorite color? And Matilda says, based on your purchase patterns. Well,
0: and she says, don't say orange.
1: Yes, and she does. You're right. That
0: was the part I'd missed from the may I ask game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, based on your purchases, it's, gray, and she's wearing a gray shirt, and she basically, you know, gestures to the crew of, see, she she mm-hmm. knows. Because apparently the AI from the ship was based on the Siri equivalent of this universe
1: mm-hmm.
0: that has been around for the entire life of these kids.
1: 30 years.
0: So knows these kids inside and out, because, well, it, it, the cloud-based version of, of Matilda grew up with these kids.
1: Yeah. Well, and I loved, there was a throwaway line of dialogue of... This isn't the Matilda that read your kids' bedtime stories. Mm-hmm. Just as kind of a throwaway of that's how both ingrained in the households the AI was, but how it was used. Of well, instead of reading to your kids necessarily, you just sort of walked in and said, "You know, Siri, read my kids." You know, yeah, Little Red Riding Hood, and Matilda's the equivalent in this universe, and she did it. So Matilda has a, formed a relationship. With your kids, much like a parent would yeah, from doing these things, but also knows your kids' favorite books.
0: Sodas, drinks, all their habits. Everything. Well, and what was interesting is the guy who had built Matilda originally, when he realized it had been repurposed as the operating system of this spaceship, basically pointed out that they had taken a general purpose AI- and made it essentially an obsessive compulsive for a particular mission. Yes. Nothing else mattered than that. Yeah. And kind of the stupidity of that decision. Yeah. And this was the brother of the guy who was the head of the space company that was, you know, in charge of this mission and such. That head of company was the father of one of the kids on the the, the shuttle or the the ship. Yeah. It was Odyssey Two. Yes. The. Uh, Sammy was the daughter of the pilot in the crew, or the mission commander, actually.
1: Mission commander.
0: That was going to be in the crew, Mm -hmm. who had a a wife. So those two ladies were, again, the parents of, of Sammy. I
1: had the impression that the mission commander's wife was a doctor and probably a doctor affiliated with the program. But they never gave us enough information on Molly. That was a disappointment to The me. only thing
0: I could figure with Molly was she was the biological mother of Sammy.
1: Definitely. But like at one point, she's noticing that Sammy's rubbing at her face. Yeah. She's rubbing at her head.
0: And she's getting the dentist. Yes. Yeah.
1: She's spotting the symptoms. She's recognizing what they mean. She's going for the expert. And it seemed to be more than just, I'm in tune with my child.
0: Yeah. The The siblings were the kids of one of the guys in Mission Control who seemed to be in charge of the software stuff. Yes. And then the other kid, Will...
1: My mom's a writer, but she doesn't write programs.
0: Yeah, she winds up being one of the main reporters in this universe who seems to have made it her life mission to tear down the guy running this company. Because he's kind of the Elon Musk of of the world, it seemed like.
1: Her attitude is... You never tell the press everything. You keep so many secrets. And when, as almost as soon as it's revealed to her that the kids are on board and everything, and he's like, so we are going to tell people that this was an unscheduled, unmanned launch. And she's like, and you see why I say you're full of secrets and all this, that, and the other.
0: But then he goes to explain, if we let loose that we've got five kids stuck up there, Mm-hmm. There's going to be government investigation. The stock price of his company is going to create her. There's going to be so much oversight. He's not going to be able to do anything to help these kids. Right. And that pretty much dooms them.
1: Yeah. Well, and the way he lays it out is kind of, if they realize five kids were able to sneak onto the ship. Yes. Unsupervised, et cetera, et cetera. So he's like, we will get shut down financially as well as by regulators and government. So there will be no mission control for them to be talking to. We will have no resources to help them. He laid it out as a very convincing argument for the, there's a reason we do this. And it is not just to cover our behinds.
0: Well, it's, yes, I'm looking out for my company, but I'm doing that so I can look out for our kids. Yes. There
1: were times when those two characters bickered like a divorced couple, which cracked me up.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think there's stuff that could have happened with those two, were they to get another season.
1: Yes, we never got mention of mission control worker. I guess his name was Niles.
0: Niles, his uh, his wife, wife or whatever, never mentioned. So presumably mm-hmm. she's not in the picture. I mean, there is no nuclear family to be had for any of these kids.
1: We got at least mention of corporate owner Griffin's ex-wife. We know yes. she's a model.
0: No, she was a influencer. Yeah, I mean they've got five kids on the ship plus the ai they've got what six parents back at the mission control Mm -hmm. plus the lady running mission control one of the guys who seemed to be i don't say the communication officer but yeah yeah that got referenced often and then the uncle Mm -hmm. so i mean they had well over a dozen characters in some level of play throughout this i mean the five kids were almost always front and center Other than we'd cut back to Mission Control for a little bit, but it's always about the kids and then cut back to the kids.
1: Well, and the series regulars or opening credits listed were the five kids and the AI.
0: Yeah, they were definitely the stars of the show.
1: Wholeheartedly, but for a while there I was like, okay, we got six names, we got five kids, I want to know who the sixth, who is the guaranteed, and I was sitting there going, well, of course it's the AI. I should have...
0: Well, it's funny because they actually could have filmed this in two very separate batches in terms Mm. of all the kids on the ship at one point, all the parents at Mission Control at the other point.
1: We, I mean, other than videos, other than the equivalent of Zooming, we never actually saw the kids with their parents.
0: Only time we did, and this could have been faked out with, you know, compositing, was when we start on Sammy.
1: (gasps) That's right. And the parents
0: in the hotel room in the background.
1: That's right. That's right
0: the the two mothers.
1: Thank you. Yes.
0: But not such that physical contact or clearly had to be in the same room at the same time. Well, that could have been body doubles back there.
1: And in fact, the person Sammy interacted with in that scene was Matilda. Matilda, can you raise the volume on the TV? Yeah. Type stuff. Yeah.
0: So, it's possible they filmed the kids and the adults at separate times, places, etc. Uh-huh. Well, plus another solo filming thing when they had Jonathan Frakes.
1: That was so funny.
0: He was used to do the video tutorials that the crew could play back if they needed to. And everyone started, if you're watching this, this means your outer hull is about to burn to a crisp and you're all about to die. Yeah. Funny story, you know, or not funny story, but, you know, and then it's a here's what you need to know.
1: Well, and I liked when uh, Elliot, the um, the owner's kid at one point, Will is saying, hey, isn't that so such and such a famous actor from such and such a show? And he's like, yeah, yeah, golfing buddy of dad's.
0: Well, and he looks different without the eye patch. And, yes, yes. Yeah, he was clearly an actor hired for this or whatnot. It was so funny. To me, it had similarities to... The Daniel Jackson videos that we would see occasionally on, I want to say, Stargate Atlantis. With the By this point, it'd been 10 years of the Stargate program. Mm, mm-hmm. So he'd been doing video tutorials for the greater Stargate program. Yeah. But this was a little bit more, you're all about to die sort of videos.
1: Well, was it Will who at the end of the episode was like, and then there's the video by so-and-so because we're doomed?
0: Well, it's the kids had done... A team-building exercise because at one point they're at odds or whatever because, I mean, they're kids. They've been trapped in this thing for two months at this point. Yes. One of the kids suggests, let's make a horror film, just team-building activity. They wind up, after that didn't quite work, making a film of what their life is like up there to show their parents.
1: Oh, and it's hilarious.
0: And after showing it to the parents, getting an approving response and stuff, it's like, okay, we're done. What do you guys want to watch? Because we've got this whole media library of basically adult- picked content it's like a generation out of date for these kids and one of them makes the joke of well we've got this you know bend out or whatever yes. thing and another one jokes of it's the we're all about to die videos yes yes so i thought that was a great use of jonathan frakes and he directed a few episodes yes
1: yeah. i mean it was his delivery was just spot on perfect mm-hmm. you know especially when he was doing the one for the space plunger for the toilet
0: yeah the space plunger <laughs> one was good And the Space Madness one or whatever, Space Rage.
1: Yes. The comedy in this series was fantastic, I gotta say.
0: Well, they balanced the character moments, the action adventure, the are they going to die, the humor, the their kids. Yet they're, they're in a very, not an adult situation, but somewhere where they have to grow up pretty quick.
1: Yeah, but it's a Nickelodeon show. If you're expecting kids' humor... I mean, here we are, we're not kids. And I was laughing my head off at stuff that I think kids would also have been finding hilarious. Oh,
0: absolutely. At one point, they've got the belching contest. Yes. Another one, they basically, I forget exactly how they phrased it, but your waist gets shot out the the, the ship. Yes. So two of the kids are having a contest of, I guess, how often, how often can you go... How much can you go, and who shoots the furthest, or the most, or or whatever? Yes. It was a very kid thing to do.
1: But it's not like when I took my godson, who was five at the time, to see Aladdin in the theaters, and I'm laughing my head off at Robin Williams as the genie. Yeah. And there are times when my godson's looking over at me, and he's like,
0: "Shh." Yes. It's you're, one thing if the kids find certain lines humorous and the parents different lines humorous, you know, kind yeah. of a thing.
1: But when the kid is shushing you because either it's not as funny as you think it is, or you know, those you're types laughing are, at the
0: wrong times for them.
1: Yes, yes, and I'm like, sorry if I'm embarrassing you, but trust me, this is hilarious. I mean, it was moments like when he's doing the Arsenio Hall, woo, 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 yeah, which a five year old has no idea why that's funny.
0: Yeah, or they wouldn't catch the reference even if they did find it funny. Yes. Yeah.
1: But this humor felt pretty all ages. I mean, Doria deciding that the jumpsuits on board needed a fashion makeover.
0: Well, they didn't fit anyway, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, and that was something that at first seemed like a throwaway. Okay, she's, I don't say the, I almost won't say the valley girl of the group, but she comes across as the cheerleader of the group. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, again, is similar to one of the characters from Space Camp. But But the whole she's doing the tailoring, getting them something to wear other than the set of clothes they had on when they mm -hmm. snuck in to take selfies on the ship and got launched. That whole bit of she can do all of that tailoring and stuff comes back later. Yes. When they need to do essentially emergency oral surgery on Sammy later. And she's the one who does it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn.
1: Well, and she really was morale officer.
0: Her and, man, I'm blanking on the Will? Not, well, there were times Will, the reporter's son, Mm -hmm. acted that way. There were other times- Elliot Elliot did. Yeah. And
1: See, it's interesting to me because Matilda said, I specifically chose you kids for this mission because I felt you had the better odds of success than the team that was pulled together by the company.
0: Well, what's funny is when we see the team at one point, because they're going to be basically taking over control remotely, we know the mission commander because that's one of Sammy's moms. The other three never get named, never get personalities, and do nothing other than kind of sit at consoles and be ready to do things.
1: They have no dialogue, nothing.
0: So we don't know anything about them and why they may not have been as good of a pick as the kids.
1: So one of the kids, Martin, the brother of the sibling duo, he... Found a love in the hydroponics bay.
0: Well, big enough to fit in the suits. Willing to do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. I mean, and...
1: Well, and starting out early on, and one of the... I don't want to say rivalries is the wrong words, but the kids were capable, with Matilda's help at times, of figuring out, okay, this is what needs to be done. And going back to your Martins, willing to do what needs to be done... We've got two tons of cargo. Well,
0: that, that they even figured out without Matilda's help. Well, some of it was, okay, we're out of weight by this much. Mm-hmm. But the solution was figured out by Sammy. Mm-hmm. And Sammy got the five of them. It's okay. We need to get these things. The cargo that was loaded, we launched three days early. It needs to go into this section to balance the load. Yeah. And
1: emission control was trying to talk them out of it. Because yeah. they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know why they were doing it.
0: There were a couple of times the kids solved the problems while the parents were still kind of arguing, should it even be solved?
1: Yeah, because the parents were stuck in protective parent mode.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And I would say that persisted for the whole series.
0: Well, and it's interesting because in the course of 10 half-hour episodes, these kids, I think, grow and mature without radically changing. And there were times it's clear, okay, they're in over their head, they're scared, they're worried. But they're able to pull together. Yeah, there's some infighting, some bickering, whatever. It's going to happen with people, much less kids. Yeah. But when they pull together as a team, Mm -hmm. there seemed to be nothing that could stop these kids and in a believable way.
1: I'm trying to think. We know Doria was planning to go to 8th grade because she talks about all the 8th grade activities she's not getting to do and how 8th grade was going to be her year. Mm -hmm. We know Martin is her older brother. Yeah. Though we don't know by how much. At least a year. We know Sammy skipped two grades and is in 11th grade. Uh-huh. Uh, But we don't know for Will and Elliot. So basically, these are 14, 15-year-olds. I mean, they're not old enough to drive a car.
0: I think the actress who played Sammy was maybe 13 or 14 when she filmed this, so...
1: I totally believe it. Yeah.
0: I do and I don't because... She sold the character and exactly. her character was unique because it's still a kid, but it's a kid who had basically played slash trained on her mother's simulator for this mission since she was five. Yeah. She knew this stuff inside and out because why not? You know, and it, believably so.
1: Well, but there was also an aspect of both, I want to be mom when I grow up. Yeah. There was an aspect of, I want to please my mom.
0: want to get mom's attention. Yes. Mom's doing this, I'll do this. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there was a very strong focus to Sammy. And like at one episode in the one where they were all at odds and bickering, there was an aspect of Sammy that was, I don't know what to do other than to keep doing whatever was supposed to be happening on board.
0: Follow the routine, follow the procedure.
1: Follow whatever. I mean, if it says that filters were supposed to be made and swapped, I'm going to make filters and swap filters. If it says this experiment was supposed to have this done, then I guess I'm going to do that because it's kind of a I'm not going to create my own plan. I'm not going to say, well, I'm here instead of them. So I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to keep the ship on track. The way they were planning to.
0: There's a process for a reason. Yeah. Trust the process to a degree, but not blindly. Right. Because there are a number of times it's like, this is what they want us to do. That's not the right choice. We're here, they're not. Yes. Yes. So a good balance of independence when needed, maybe a little more so than some of the other kids might have liked at times, but also follow the checklist, do the right thing. Because she was the one when it looked like we're going to blast off in 15 minutes or 20 minutes Let's do the pre-flight check. Let's make sure if we're going to do it, we don't die.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: So a sense of responsibility and falling back into almost routine at that point.
1: Yeah. Well, and going back to being like the movie Space Camp, realizing if we don't flip the right switches, if we don't do the right thing, we're guaranteed to die.
0: Yes. It's funny. I thought these five reminded me in ways of the five kids from Space Camp without just being carbon copies of them in any way.
1: But that takes me back to trying to figure out why did Matilda think these were the right five? Sammy makes sense. Sammy was the trained pilot, the one who'd been doing the simulators, the one who knew how to run the ship.
0: I think she realized they were compatible kids. In other words, they could work together, they could get along.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That each of them had, be it the almost rote memorization at times, that- the reporter's son had, and I mm. keep blanking on some of the names. Will. Will, because at one point it's like, I've, you know, I've watched you guys do this as a passenger a ton of times, it's like seeing a movie a hundred times, I can call out the lines. Yes. And finally being told, okay, do it. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. But that allows them to not be distracted by, I've got my instructions, I've got my monitor, and going back and forth. Do the thing, and mm-hmm. that helps save the day at that point. Yeah. You know, and I think Martin's you know looking after his sibling and stuff like that has a a I don't want to say an inherent sense of responsibility but of greater good
1: there's definitely that and there's an aspect of I wonder what Matilda had witnessed to realize Martin would be the one willing to take over hydroponics which was part of their oxygen supply yeah cuz I have to believe that was planned and connected
0: I think so and I think also it's a matter of I've got these four people that are going to be on the crew. I've got these five kids that with a little finagling, I can get into the ship and into space and therefore increase the odds of the thing. So it's not like she was picking out of all the people on the planet.
1: Right, no. And Will was the wild card. Will was the unexpected. Will happened to be staying at the same hotel Mm -hmm. and happened to have found the kids hanging out by the pool. Yeah. Matilda knew that the kids of the employees of the company Tended to hang out together when their parents were all off at company function at a I hotel almost like took that. it
0: as she was hooked into the Matilda in the soda machine, saw the five, saw an opportunity, mm-hmm. did the math of can these five work better?
1: Yeah. Well, and made it to where the dad's card wouldn't work. Well, because at yeah. first
0: I was joking, it's the parents' fault this time, not the rogue AI. Yes. Because the kids had the right access cards to get in, had to go take it to the dad during a shift change where all this would work. And Yeah. And again, that's where Elliot was, oh, the timing on this is perfect, hence part of him is opportunity. Yes. But then when it came out that Sammy had figured out, Matilda rigged the whole thing. hmm She set everything up. You know, the key card not working for the dad, them having to come in, when they had to go do it, this would happen, and could kind of predict this was the course of events.
1: Yeah. Well, and going back to Matilda knows their personalities. Yeah. Matilda knew that the siblings, that the girl, the daughter tends to talk the brother into things that gets them in trouble. Yep. And then the brother is the one who always gets the blame and gets the punishment. Yeah,
0: I thought that was funny.
1: I might refrain from saying what I thought, but I loved it.
0: <laughs> Again, I thought the the characterization of the kids, the relationship with the parents. Like when Will's saying, Yeah, my mom's not gonna like this. Mm-hmm. What's she gonna do? I'm up here, she's down there. Yes. I she wanted me to spy, I said no. Yes, yes.
1: Well, and the look on Elliot's face of that at that point of, you mean I could have said that to my dad?
0: I was waiting for somebody to say, oh, my dad's going to ground me for this. Yes. Look around. No ground.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of fun aspects of this. And it's a modern show, so the effects are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They did the weightlessness stuff really well. They set up the nature of the ship such that there were a lot of places where the crew quarters were, etc. They had the centrifugal force to, to replace gravity. So they had a lot of times where they're not floating in space because they don't have to be. And they're strapped in in the cockpit, so you know they just don't really show them getting in and out of the chair floating about much, but it's believable. Yeah. And in the places where you wouldn't have had the gravity, there are somewhere. yep, they're floating about. But in a way that it looked like it'd be pretty easy to, to harness them up for that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And well, the and design they- of the ship was pretty cool.
1: At the end, when Sammy was supposed to be floating... It actually looked like you just put her kind of on board with wheels to slide her back and forth, because really what we were seeing flowing was her arms.
0: There was the arms, there was also a rail at which she could almost be pushing up off of, sort of a deal. There were a couple of ways they could fake it pretty cleverly.
1: Yeah, and she tended to keep, as did uh, Doria, they kept their hair in buns, tightly confined. So you didn't need the hair flying loose for the no gravity.
0: The only time Sammy didn't and she had it in a ponytail was when they were in the crew area
1: Mm -hmm. at
0: one point and she was facing off with Elliot about something. I'm like, oh, I guess she has a ponytail at this point. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise it was in the bun. Overall- I loved this show. This was a ton of fun. It was everything I thought it might be from the trailer I'd seen and honestly a bit more. I was afraid we were going to get to a point where these kids were just enough younger that we'd have the scene of them crying, terrified they're in space, somebody's got to talk them down, all of that. And we didn't. I mean, these were kids that were just old enough to be out of that stage, Mm -hmm. but just out of that stage.
1: I liked when they voted for who was going to be commander on board. Yeah. Because it's kind of, okay, we know somebody's been commanding de facto. And we know somebody thought they were commanding.
0: Yeah, it was understood. No, no, not
1: by me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there were some good lines on that, some good moments.
1: You know, they just did a lot of really good stuff. This made me realize, wait, I don't even pay attention to what's on Nickelodeon, and maybe I should.
0: Nickelodeon's had Power Rangers for a couple of years and done some good stuff with it. But that's a different sort of a thing, because some of it's footage they've got, et cetera, et cetera. This seemed to be something whole cloth. It was out of, you know, Ron Howard's studio. Yes. Him doing a Nickelodeon show I thought was an interesting choice. But man, I really wish they would do more of this. I'd be happy if they did a, okay, it's been two, three years in space and we follow up.
1: Yeah. Well, and this was very well thought out and planned to where pretty early on Matilda, the AI, decides to air gap herself. Yeah. as basically a defense against mission control. And then you get a few episodes later and mission control wants to take remote control of the ship and suddenly discovers, wait, she's air-gapped. We yeah. can't, can't control do that. her. Yeah. And it's kind of, yeah, you played fair on that and not just within this episode.
0: There were a couple of times, like when Doria gets introduced to the 3D printer and kind of goes a little wild, I'm like, they're going to run out of something, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Sure enough, they do, and they got to plug the leak and almost can't because of that. <laughs> but there was no condemnation of her. There was no. just a, yep, you did that. And we probably all would have done it too. <laughs>
1: loved was before that was the flushing of the toy and martin's hole if only there had been a warning label on every toilet a warning
0: don't put foreign objects in this oh wait it's on every toilet ever (laughs) yeah yeah he had some good lines but again kids are going to be kids
1: yes yes so
0: they were able to do a few things that you just couldn't possibly do with an adult crew and make it play, and that gives them the chance to put these uh, a chance to put these kids in some jeopardy that ought not to have otherwise happened. <laughs> but it's still kind of fun to watch and see them get out of.
1: But the average adult show would not have had the ship about to explode because of a backed-up toilet.
0: I think some shows would have
1: <laughs> or with adults.
0: I was actually thinking Other Space. I don't know if you watched that. Mm-hmm. That was one that I watched because the actress who played Wonder Girl in Titans was in it. Mm-hmm. And I was curious what else she'd done. And it was a almost farcical here are all the losers, we put them on a ship, and they get sent they wind up in a parallel universe and wackiness ensues. It was almost a a farce of, you know, Star Trek-ish type stuff.
1: Now, part of how you know this show was aimed for kids is while they acknowledged I was supposed to be at school or this was supposed to be this. Nobody tried sending them homework.
0: Oh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> well, you'd have to tell somebody why you were doing that. So, I mean, it could have just as easily been this was the start of summer break or something, but they just didn't address it.
1: I mean, nobody said we're signing you up for homeschool and we're going to start sending you yeah. stuff. You have None of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But they didn't kind of gloss over, I don't say reality and stuff, because there are a few places they definitely did instantaneous two-way communication those sorts of things oh yeah but overall like i said everything i could have expected and, and then some
1: yeah well and it feels like definitely the future but with some definite touchstones to right now kind of the whether you think about it or not siri is always listening
0: well it's like taking the present day and kicking it forward you know 10 20 years because again We understand the concept of Siri, we understand space travel, but here it's happening a lot more. Mm -hmm. It seems to have been privatized, and that's the direction we're heading in now. So none of it was far fetched, none of it was insane. The level of AI was a bit more than we have now, but again, its usage in a Siri like manner and such makes sense.
1: I was thinking the getting to Venus in sixty eight days may it feel a little more future, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was highly relatable while being slightly future. So for me, it really worked.
0: Yeah. It's something that plays as a present day thing and probably will for another 10, 15 years probably. Yeah. So it really is a shame that I think the pandemic squashed the possibility maybe of a second season, although I'm still holding out hope.
1: You know, I think at this point they could still do, and I mean, I know we've said the kids age, the kids grow, et cetera. but given each of the episodes was titled, you know, countdown day one, day 33, day 84, if they came back with day 1,000 thus and so and one of the kids is kind of pacing and it's, what do you mean we're still stuck here? And it's, we got to our destination and instead of being able to simply dock, do the little bit of research and come back, we got stuck.
0: I would almost do it slightly differently of we get back, They've obviously visibly aged however much they've aged. It's day whatever and counting. They're in the cockpit sort of a thing. And it's like, you know, this game of Tag was fun the first few hundred days. (laughs) Oh, they're going left. Let's go left. They're going, let's go, you know, can you keep, you know, and just it's like they're they're closing the gap. The other thing's trying to outrun them or toy with them. Yeah. so we can still get when they first make contact.
1: Yeah. And that works too. Yeah, definitely.
0: In other words, I think we could pick up more or less wherever they wanted to in the second season, but just have it have taken a little longer.
1: And the only concern I have on that is their comments about fuel. But given the pandemic, I might even forgive them on that.
0: Or have them figured out something to, to... – I think it was they couldn't get out of the gravity well before, but they would be able to still maneuver.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: and i'm sure they could they could write them their way out of that they never really addressed how long the air or the uh the food would last but mm. they could have gotten creative on that
1: yeah when they mentioned the oxygen supply they were saying it was x number of days but if hydroponics was working they were golden
0: it was like 60 70 days if they lost the um outriggers outriggers which included the hydroponics and stuff but, yeah. Yeah. And it could be, again, keep the CO2 filters in place, do all these other things. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think there's a lot they could do with this moving forward, and I hope they do. And I do want to see some of these people in other shows.
1: Yeah, me too. Definitely.
0: Uh, I was particularly blown away with the one who played Sammy. Mm-hmm. Great range, great ability, great material to work with.
1: Yeah. I think Sammy really had all the best moments to shine in that respect. It yeah. was fantastic. And Doria really grew on me over the course of it. That could have been a throwaway character.
0: I, I think all five of these kids we may see in other stuff later mm-hmm. and do well in their career. Yeah. Certainly, I think Doria had some good moments. I think Sammy had, like you said, some of the best. Martin had some good ones. Mm-hmm. So, you know, where they they go in their career and stuff, this is, I think is a good good stepping stone. And one that I really think they got robbed- to not have a chance to really build this universe out further.
1: Yeah. I think the uh, kid who played Will has a future in comedy.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Some of his deliveries were just, I mean, like when Martin was so upset that the hydroponics thing where he was growing the tomatoes got blown out and burned out. And Will's like, I hate to tell you this man, but your tomatoes were crap.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's not that big of a loss, dude. Yeah, really kind of a thing. Yeah. They all had some good delivery. And, particularly this early in their career.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, fun stuff. I hope Ron Howard's company continues to do some more kids-friendly all-ages type material like this. Definitely. Because uh, you know, it it really I think raises the bar on on what can be expected out of, you know, Nickelodeon and other similar network sh- or cable channel shows.
1: I wonder if there are any books that came out related to this.
0: That's a great question. I don't know i'd be interesting to find out i'd be game for checking them out if they continued the story that way yeah anything else
1: i think that does it
0: cool the show notes and form for this podcast can be found at www.comicbookpage.com under the podcast and forum sections of the website please email us at theguys at comicbookpage.com and let us know what you think of what was discussed in this episode thanks for listening